everyone, this is Mercy Sugai. I'm a graduate student in the Higher Education Program at Syracuse University and a graduate assistant in the Office of Student Activities. I'm also lucky enough to co-chair the Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month Planning Committee with Huey Xiao, Associate Director of Multicultural Affairs and the Kessler Program and Interim Director of the Disability Cultural Center. AAPI Heritage Month is traditionally celebrated in April on campus while students are still here, while it's celebrated in May nationally. This year's theme is regrounding, celebrating our identity. These past two years have been challenging for the AAPI community in light of the pandemic and the rise in anti-Asian hate and bias. There is still a time for us to reclaim our identities and find pride, strength, and joy in who we are, and we share this with the university community. This year, the AAPI Heritage Month Planning Committee is partnering with the Census Project, which is housed in the Office of Supportive Services. OSS serves students in the Arthur O'Eve Higher Education Opportunity Program and TRIO Student Support Services. The Census Project uses audio recording to create a unique and dynamic student community with the goal of increasing marginalized students' sense of belonging by leveraging their creative potential through podcasting and music production. By sharing marginalized students' stories, the hope is to create a more inclusive and understanding university community. This podcast is International Voices and focuses on stories and perspectives from international students at Syracuse University. Ina Talento is a first-year international student from the Philippines studying marketing management in the Martin J. Whitman School of Management and magazine news and digital journalism in the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications. Ina is also a member of the AAPI Heritage Month Planning Committee representing the Filipino Student Association. Ina sat down with her friend Bing Wang, who's an international student from China. By highlighting the international student experience, the goal is to help others understand what it's like to be an international student on campus. We want to thank Ina and Being for their courage and willingness to do this podcast for AAPI Heritage Month. Take a listen. Hey, what's up, Syracuse and citizens of the world, I hope. I'm Ina Talento, and I will be your host today. So thank you, Huey and Mercy, for the introduction. And I'll just reintroduce myself. I'm Ina Talento. I'm a freshman here in Syracuse University. I'm an international student. I'm from the Philippines. And I'm currently studying in Whitman and Newhouse for journalism and marketing management. So today I will have a podcast about a life of an international student here at Syracuse University. So this podcast was really um, inspired by a statistic I heard, and it coincided with me being in a planning committee for Asian American and Pacific Islander Month. So when I heard the statistic, I was like, I need people to hear international voices. So welcome to International Voices. So the statistic I heard was that I mean, heard and researched about Reuters published this article called Most Americans Don't Have Any Friends Outside of Their Race. And this does not even include people who aren't of American um, nationality, people who hold different passports, basically. So 40% of white Americans don't have friends from another race. And to be in a predominantly white institution like Syracuse, I just thought that it would be nice for students to hear stories and perspectives of international students. I feel like there's this assumption or doubts with 
approaching international students, but really we're all in the same boat. We're all in the same boat as freshmen as well. So to help me with that, we have a guest who I'd like to think is a experienced international student. It's actually not her first time being an international student. She's been an international student in Europe. And I know it's different, and we're going to go over it later. I know it's different, but honestly, I look up to her even as a friend. She has her she has her things together, yeah. She's involved in campus, and well, let's welcome Bing Wang. You can introduce yourself. Hello, guys. My name's Bing. I am a freshman. I am from China, and I actually studied in Sweden before coming to the U.S. I was studying an international boarding school there for six years, so very experienced as a being international student. And I'm studying here public relations and information management technology. And uh, yeah, that's about me. Okay, so before we go over the interview part, I'm just going to go over what we're going to talk about and like possible themes that we might go into. So we're going to talk about how we ended up in Syracuse, were there doubts, expectations, or aspirations before coming here, um, culture shocks about upon coming here and living here, are there any memorable moments or stories that we have and our daily lives as international students? Okay, so I feel like the biggest question that domestic students have for us is how we ended up here in Syracuse, how we ended up in this university. So why don't you go first? Tell your story. Um, so when I was in high school, I thought I were like, I don't know. I was cho- trying to choose my major because I was applying to college. And I kind of was thinking about going to study media. And I know, like, the U.S. is a really, you know, big media country. And um, so out of the schools I got accepted to, I chose Syracuse because of Newhouse, I guess. The program is good. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, actually, for me, I didn't even think that I was going to go to U.S. Like, I only applied to four schools in the U.S. And... I don't know. I chose Syracuse, to be honest. It's because they offered me a merit scholarship. So it kind of felt like they believed in me as a student since they offered that. It's not common for um, international students to get aid. And I feel like that's something not a lot of people know. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, it's hard for us to even qualify for it. So I loved how maybe they were looking into me as a student and thinking that I had an opportunity here. So that's why I ended up here. So yeah, did you have any doubts coming here? Yeah, definitely. Because um, my parents didn't really want me to come here because I've always been in Europe. And, you know, with the U.S., there's always like this kind of, they're kind of scared about like security and safety. Because, like, you know, and yeah. because people hear, like, in the news about, like, international student being this and that. So my parents didn't want me to come here, but I really thought I wanted to work in media. And, like, I don't know why. I just, like, really want to come here because, you know, growing up, we're, like, I feel like the a lot of other parts of the world is really influenced by American media, especially in Europe, where I was at. So, yeah, I just really want to come here, and I did, and yeah, I like it. So how different is it, the the environment as an international student in Europe, as compared to, like, being an international student here in the U.S.? I think in in Europe, especially in my boarding school, there was very, very little international students, and uh, there's, like, almost no diversity because, I mean, it's like Sweden, like, 
I feel like you don't really hear about it much. And uh, so like a lot of things I started thinking about here, I didn't really think about it when I was in Sweden. You know, diversity and um, yeah, like race. I never really thought about it because I don't know, like I was kind of the only one, kind of. So I never thought about it. But yeah, I did start thinking about it a lot more here because people talk about it and it's more of an issue here. Mm-hmm. I've ex- I've seeing so yeah yeah no i was gonna go into it because like i feel like when you're in another country or like the country where you're originally from you don't really get to talk about being a filipino or being chinese right in your home country so when you come here and all the um issues that surround us with anti-asian hate crimes and all those um situations that arise when you come here I don't think I've ever talked about being Filipino more than since I've been here. I don't think I've talked about being Filipino so much in the Philippines. So I that's one thing that I got like shocked over coming here. And um, yeah, that was a big doubt to security, like you said. Yeah. Especially here in New York and um, right. Syracuse. Because I've never actually been to America before coming Not here. Not me either. Oh, really? Yeah. How was it? I mean... I think I had my cultural shock when I moved to Sweden. Oh, okay. So it wasn't, like, too big of a shock oh. for me. It's, like, it's it's a Western culture. So yeah. it's not that big of a shock, but it's definitely different to Sweden in terms of, like, you know, Sweden was is super safe. I have to say that. And if I walk outside, like, 10 p.m., like, no one would be scared for my safety because it's a very safe environment there, and that's something I have to learn here and have to live with as well because sometimes I'm not as careful because I've been lucky that I grew up in a very safe environment but I feel like hearing the stories I should be more careful and just you know letting people know I'm going outside and I'm walking home so that's something I start thinking about too. Oh my god yeah I've I didn't have I mean the Philippines isn't really the safest country either (laughs) I'm gonna put that out there it's really not but I've I don't know why coming here, maybe I guess the issues that surround us as well, being the minority, I guess, I would want other people to know that I'm walking at night. Yeah. I, I never had that thought before coming here. So right. um, I guess for like freshmen coming here, that's one thing that you have to be ready for. You always have to be with a buddy or something. Um, I'm not saying that Syracuse isn't that safe. Um, it relatively is <laughs> relatively is but yeah do you have like any stories coming here that really surprised you like living in a dorm full of other people new people yeah i think the dorm environment it was similar but very different to a boarding school environment i think in boarding school we had house parents so which helped to keep you know the housekeeping things you know and um uh, I think it was actually kind of needed to have someone that takes care of it because my dorm, it's super loud. It's like, it's almost as if people don't think others are sleeping. Like they will scream in the hallway and like really late. And sometimes they do that during like final weeks. That happened to me last semester. And yeah, that's something I don't particularly enjoy being a dorm here because I also came in uh, with a mindset of how it was in the boarding school, but it's very different, something, you know, we all had to adjust to. But I think living with people of my age isn't wasn't like a big change for me. It's something I've used to do with. 
but they're like minor things that are different as well. How about you though? How do you feel? Um, so this is this isn't like my first time living in a dorm type of area. I stayed in um a dorm in Oxford for like three weeks. It was over the summer, so the only difference is that I roomed with someone from my nationality. So we kind of had the same cultural um living cultures. So we had that, but coming here, it's such a different environment. One, um, I am not used to the laundry area. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I go in there, I'm like, is this a war zone? There's there's so many things happening. Right. And like, I don't know. It's it's so different to me. I guess since this is also like one of my first times to live alone have my own place, take care of my own place. I feel like it's a big jump from how I lived before. Yeah. And um, I don't also think, like, being in the same space for, like, a constant duration of time. Because, like, you know how when... Well, I don't know for you. You did boarding school. So, like, I have the separation between home and school. But since your home is, like, within campus, sometimes it gets really lonely and kind of like it sucks the life out, out of you living here like uh, like 24 7 yeah i don't know if you feel that too but like honestly that's something that i have to i had to deal with like being comfortable in the same space at, at all times yeah i think for me like the boarding school was very it felt like a home it was designed to be like that we're like all like each other's sisters and all oh. that. I mean, not like we like were, but but um, yeah, I think my boarding school felt more like home to me than the dorm does. Like the room here kind of just feel like a place I live in. I don't feel like belong to it because like in the boarding school, we had like house spirits. We had like, you know, like competition, like sports competition oh. against each other. So it was like, like we have this like bonding moments, you know, we ate dinner together every day. We eat breakfast at the same place every day and uh, we have a lot of activities together. So, yeah, I feel like here, I think I see what you mean. Yeah, no, that's that's just how I felt. Like, I guess for me, since it is my first time and you're yeah. an experienced international student, we're going to have different perspectives on this. But this right. is what I love with like being friends with international students. You, you always get so many stories, so many perspectives. Yeah. So I see each like each day in the new light being friends with you guys. So yeah. this is why, guys, be friends with international <laughs> students. I feel the same way. <laughs> also, it's nice to have people who have complexity of thoughts. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you've embraced two different cultures. And that's something I find I really like, you know, like, I mean... More often, when I meet international students, they're very open-minded. And, uh, and yeah, I enjoy having... Also, we have this bond of sharing a similar experience as well. Yeah. The bond, which I don't really have, was, like, my Swedish friends when I was in Sweden. So it's really nice to have you guys. Yeah. No, and, like, coming into this, I feel less homesick whenever I'm with people who are also homesick. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel that, too? I think I've got, like, past my homesick yeah, face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Honestly, I feel like home, Yeah. the idea of home is where your heart is. And I feel like if you find something you're passionate about, right. or people you're passionate about, right. it's easier to feel at home. Yeah. So 
I guess for international students who are listening to this podcast, you will find a home here in Syracuse in one way or another. It might be hard at first, but like you find them, you find people with the same stories as you or even different stories as, as you, but you find a common ground, which is really a good experience, at least while you're like learning, learning about yourself here yeah. at college. Yeah. I feel like uh, the thing about college, there's so many things you can try. You know, yes. whenever I think about, like, come up with... I'm always thinking about, like, what I want to do after college, right? And uh, whenever I have a new idea, like, there's always something for me to explore, for me to learn more about it. You know, there's alumni I can contact just to, like, learn more about maybe a company you want to work at, an industry you want to go into. So that's, like, exciting part of being in college. Like, I know, like, there's a lot, you know, homework and all that, but I think it's also very exciting given that all the opportunities you're exposed to and... Just like it kind of made me realize I have so much possibilities, you know. And yes. One yes. thing that really helped is listening to guest speakers because they, you know, there's someone who was once in maybe in our seat, you know, and just listening to their path and just really make me more optimistic overall. Yeah, I don't know what we were talking about earlier, but that just came into my mind. No, yeah. So building off of that, like the opportunities. So... Talking about opportunities here in campus, what are your involvements in campus? I know you're involved in a lot, so why don't you go through that? <laughs> we love a booked and busy woman. We love that. Uh, so I, I am in the Women's Network, and uh, it's a national network. Now is in a lot of campuses. Like I think it's like 100 plus something. But it actually started off in Syracuse, which I think is really cool. Syracuse is a founding chapter, oh. and which I feel like really proud of being a part of it. And it's a really cool organization. I serve as a vice president of marketing there. So I kind of like do their Instagram. I also kind of lead a marketing committee of three members. So we like work through Instagram, do the flyers, and make sure the word is out about like our events, our mission, and we, yeah, we try to get new members as well. And I'm also in Hell Communications. It's a student-run PR agency on campus. And uh, this year, we're actually working with Syracuse University. They're launching a shared competency initiative. Oh. And uh, we are just, like, working around it, helping them to build ambassador program. And which is, like, basically we recruit freshmen to also just get the word out about it. And we're also helping them to get presence on social media, whether it's like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, different platforms. We're working on that. And uh, I'm also in the PRSSA communications committee on PRSSA, the chapter in Syracuse University. And I wrote like blogs for them and supposed to take pictures at events. Haven't done that part yet, <laughs> but I wrote blogs for them. So that's my involvement. That's so good. This is why I look up to her, guys. Like, do you listen to what she does? She does so much. And she's also a dual major, dual or minoring in? Dual. Dual. See? We love her. So how did you, when working with this, like, opportunities, how did you attack this as an international student? Like, um, the work ethic, working with other students of other nationalities. I mean, you've done this in Sweden before, but I feel like some people, it's quite a daunting cl- task to work with like other nationalities and um other cultures other people's work ethic as well like even in general even i feel like domestic students find it hard doing group works so how do you balance all of that like how do you do this as an international student uh, so balancing working with others i like to work in groups 
It, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Most of the time I do. Yeah. It's, I enjoy, you know, sharing opinions with other people. And yeah, I really enjoy group work settings. It, kind, it like motivates me. I, oh my God, yes. Right. You know how like when other people in your group are so responsible, you kind of right. want to be more responsible as well. Right, yeah. And uh, when you're delivering a work to a group, you kind of want to feel like you want to do better. And like, you yes, know, it motivates yes. me. I like working groups. But it can be hard, you know, when people have different vision of the work and all that. But only thing you just got to communicate it. That's, I mean, I'm not like, perfect at I'm still learning along the way but communication and just explaining why this is and that that's what I do and in terms of managing it I mean I think those are things that's important to me and I feel like what I learned in college because looking at what I'm doing now like I wouldn't think it would be possible if I was in high school like I was like Ooh. what are you doing like and all that. but I feel like I don't know when it's like when it's important to is if that's what you want to do you kind of make it possible you know you like work on your schedule and like you try to manage your time well and it seems overwhelming sometimes especially when I just started to serve as a vice president of marketing in for the women's network because it is quite a lot of it's quite demanding yeah to my understanding and uh, but it like works by the end yeah, I feel like when you find passion into something, you make it work no matter what. Yeah, yeah. So you're very passionate about this, and I can see that, and I love that for you. So how did you find out about all of these opportunities as an international student? Yeah, that's that's actually really a good question. I found out about the Women's Network through a friend. She was in the finance committee last semester, and uh, she told me about it. She loves this organization, and... Uh, I follow their Instagram. I saw their, they were opening executive board positions. And I was like, I'm just going to give it a try, you know, and applied for the vice, vice president of marketing. And uh, yeah, and then I got it, which I'm super happy about. <laughs> and then for the other ones, like Hill's communication. Yeah, so that's more surrounded to my major. So oh, okay. The Hill communications, I actually came to my Kong 107 class. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is like English. Oh, my God, I remember. We were on the same class, we're by the way. We were on the same class, right? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. Chelsea, she, yeah, yeah. she actually ended up being my freshman training mentor. Oh. So she, we had like a weekly meeting covering like different PR stuff. And yeah, she came talk. I was like, it's going to apply. This sounds interesting. Yeah. And I applied. And um, I stayed with the club agency this semester as well. And uh, for PR SSA. I think I got an email for that one. And I was like, whatever, I'm just going to apply and see how it goes. And I just applied. That one's through email, I think, oh, okay. because I'm a PR student. Yes. So honestly, guys, you can find opportunities everywhere. If you look at the right. wall and if you see like a paper, take it. Yeah, yeah. Take it, take note of it. Because Syracuse provides a lot of opportunities. That's one thing that really shocked me coming here. I mean, I guess... I came from like an all-girls high school and it's quite small within the city in the Philippines. So I wasn't used to all of these opportunities. And that's why I asked you how you balance this because as an international and as a freshman, I felt like I want to take everything. I wanted to take everything. I wanted to do everything that I can. But then at the end, I honestly feel like I had to pick and choose which yeah right? yeah so how did you choose your responsibilities or how did you narrow it down to like those three responsibilities for you i guess i feel like i learned from them that's yes. the reason why i would stay on something i like i'm learning so much from you know just in terms of teamwork 
communicating effectively. I'm learning a lot for each of my role. That's the reason why I stay, because if I felt like I wasn't learning, I don't think I would have continued, but I am. So, But the, the part you said about being international students, I think also motivates me to take on all those responsibilities because, you know, like, that's also why I'm thinking my career a lot because, you know, the if you want to work in the U.S., you want to, you got to get the work visa sponsorship, which is like complicated. And, uh, you know, when you, if you want to work in your home country, like there's also like a gap in opportunity. Yes. Right. Because, for example, college recruiting, they don't really do it here. I don't know if Filipino companies do it college recruiting here, but they're mostly American oh, companies yeah, yes. that do college recruiting here. So I think that motivates me because I feel like I should do a bit more, you know, to make myself stand out. And I'm actually like, I think as, um, I don't know how to put this, but like in the beginning, it can feel like a bit like demotivating, you know, knowing there's barriers like this. But as you move along, you kind of like figure out a new side of you that you haven't seen before. And now I'm just like, I'm happy to be who I am now because, you know, just being motivated and want to do all these things and like being able to do it all. And I'm like proud of myself for doing that. And I think in the beginning, it can, it can feel demotivating. But if you try it, it actually like it's good. It's good for you. Yes. Like what you said, it makes me want to be more involved in campus academically rather than I know for like the college experience for other people, it might be social, but then I feel like with you and I, yeah, both prioritize academic involvement rather than, you know, un- unless you actually... Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, I definitely prioritize my academics and career. It's not... Career, yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah. right? And, you know, just building up my skill set. That's something far before so my social life, which... Yeah. It's also what I want to do, too, you know? That's what yeah. I meant. Like, in the process, you kind of realize the other side of you. And I like the way yeah. I am right now. And, yeah. That's one of the reasons. Like, being an international student, you're kind of forced to think about, like, outside things. Like, your visas. Yeah. How much you're going to stay here. Rather than, you know... Instead, I feel like a lot of people think that we don't enjoy what we're doing. Being so busy with, like, academic affairs. Yeah. Because, um, like, I've had this internal crisis with myself whether or not I was actually enjoying what I was doing because I was doing a lot I don't think I introduced this part of myself but I'm also involved in some student-run organizations I'm in pulp marketing and Filipino Student Association Economic Student Association and I also try to take part in South Asian Student Association we love them yay we love multicultural organizations anyway so I had this internal um internal dilemma with myself whether or not I was actually enjoying this because it's not the same life as like other people might think it's not the same college experience that other people might think like socially like parties I rarely go to parties maybe the first semester but I rarely go to (laughs) to parties now we're not gonna talk about that (laughs) and um dating you know like coming here into college you wouldn't think that you'd be this involved in school yeah right I kind of like First, I wanted to, though. Same, same. I think I wanted to because, uh, like I said before, my parents didn't want me to come here. So I kind of, like, had that part, like, I want to prove myself to. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, I guess, like, a lot of college students, not just international students, I think a lot of oh. college students coming here have the feeling that they want to, you know, make their parents proud because college, oh, yes. for anybody, it's a, for any family, that's a big commitment for the families and for the student themselves. That's not only international students so. yes yes yeah i agree i agree um i guess like what i was trying to say was that 
I mean, before coming here, that wasn't the experience that I thought I was going to be. Like, I thought, like, in the movies, you know how, like, the college... <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. I was thinking that... They brainwashed us. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really not. I mean, college is what you make it out to be. I and agree. I tried to balance, like, social life and academic life last semester, and I don't really think it worked out that well. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. So I've been trying to prioritize like my academic affiliations first right now. And yeah. So my dilemma was like, why am I doing all of this? And I just realized that sometimes not like other people aren't as privileged to think about, I don't know, going to parties or going out on dates, like casual dating yeah. or <laughs> college experience. Yeah. Yeah. Doing stuff like those. Because, um, as an international student, I guess, you're also thinking about how much time you're spending here and if you're making it worthwhile. Right. Yeah, the time you're spending with friends, would you rather use that for studying? I always have that thought. Yeah. And it's not because like I don't want to be friends with anyone. It's just I want to make my time here worthwhile because I know there's an expiration date to my visa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or that my parents expect a lot from me. Yeah. Coming here because... Um, my parents, my dad came from nothing. My dad, I don't know if you guys know this about Southeast Asia, like the um, transportation drivers. Yeah, my dad was that. Like, he had to do that while finishing college. So I always think about them first. Yeah. And that became like my passion. Yeah. Into like doing stuff like that. So I don't have anything against people who prioritize their social life like honestly enjoy it as much as you can yeah make mistakes as much as you can i made so much mistakes my first semester like honestly but now that i'm surrounded with people like being like (laughs) all the time i'm always like okay i know how to make my time here more worthwhile yeah in the sense of like furthering my career like you said yeah you're more um doing that but at the same time when you're doing a lot of those, do you, like, feel burnt out or... Oh, yeah. Just, like, yesterday morning, I was writing my essay. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Because, yeah, I've had, like, a lot of essay submissions and, like, it happens. But I guess, like, by the end of the day, like, you know, I start thinking about this. Like, it's my own choice, you know. I shouldn't yes, feel like... Yes, yes. Why is this happening to me? You know, like, it was my choice to come to the U.S. too. I know visa sponsorship is a it's a thing, you know? I yeah. knew it. And uh, I knew, like, taking all those credits will be hard. But, like, I don't know, like, it does get hard, but I feel like I had, like, a little mindset shift this semester, knowing that it's my choice, and I, you know, it's my choice. So I'm kind of responsible for that. Yeah, I feel like we've grown so much throughout just one semester yeah. here in college, right? Yeah. And... I want people to know that it's okay. <laughs> it's okay to have that growth. It's yeah, let yourself sure. grow. Let yourself grow from your mistakes from your like first semester here. And it's okay to have like such a big shock at first, I guess. Yeah. I don't think anyone is ready for this. And that's one thing that I feel like we have in common with domestic students. Right. Right? It's not just us. Maybe mm-hmm. I guess for us it's much bigger. Yeah. Cause we have that cultural thing and you know language barrier as well yeah but you learn yeah we're just second semester students here but we've learned sounds like we've been here for like forever (laughs) but like here's an advice on what you should do (laughs) but honestly i feel like it's still 
you know, it's still of value to hear someone like this. Yeah, it's nice to get different perspectives. Yes, yes. So with all that and our affiliations here, tell me about your daily routine. My daily routine? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, let's be very raw. Very Very raw. raw. It's okay. I feel like I'm going to sound like I have, like, no life. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, so... I think this semester has been particularly hard because last semester, like you said, I I tried to balance the two. I think I had more variation on things I did. But this semester, really, like, I mean, I can tell you my routine, like, today. I woke up at, like, 7.30. I went to breakfast, and I went to new house to do some work. And then I actually went to a career services in high school for, because I booked the uh, 30 minutes time slot with them to talk to a career advisor there and uh, which was actually super helpful <laughs> and yeah we had a little talk and then I went to my art history class and then I went to lunch and then I went to another class and then I met Ina and now I'm here yeah wow I love that you incorporate the center for career services and you're they're super helpful yes i know like i actually get surprised whenever you reach out you actually just have to reach out yeah to get these opportunities just reach out go to handshake yes go to handshake book something it's really nice having someone guide you throughout all of this they're so good yes i agree i agree if you want to like be more involved to just reach out to anyone that you know yeah you know someone's gonna help you within this campus i guess so so that's your like normal day here right? pretty much yeah yeah but then like within the week is there like something interesting that you look forward to or uh there's a really interesting class i'm taking it's it's a bandier class a music industry class and Ooh. it's like a lecture series so every week they invite a speaker in the music industry to talk to the students in like a lecture setting so like that's my favorite class it's it's fun and sometimes like we have really cool speakers sharing their story and i enjoy listening to those most of the time (laughs) (laughs) yes sometimes it gets pretty technical but with like the music business i'm like i don't know much about it what class is this it's band 201 everyone can take it you don't have to be everyone take note of that yeah if you're interested in um the music industry yeah, yeah yeah it's really cool and yeah um how about your hardest parts of your week for you hardest parts yeah and like how do you get through it yeah i mean i think uh the hardest is like monday tuesday wednesday because those are like where my assignments and like yes mondays are are. mondays will always be the worst yeah you just have to expect that mondays will always be the worst and i'm not saying this because it's the end like it's the first day after the weekend it's because Mm -hmm. professors do like, they make everything due on Monday. Really? Yeah, I have, like, four things due on Monday. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Your professor. I It's multiple subjects as well. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you have to be ready for that, I guess. Um, but, yeah, so how do you get through that? You just have... You just do it, right? Yeah, you get... You kind of, like... I feel like the first two weeks were kind of hard. Just to get a routine of your schedule this semester and your work. Because it's different every semester. I feel like the first two weeks, you just really got to figure out how you're going to, when you're going to do what, how you're going to do it. And once you figure it out, it gets gets better, I think. When you have your routine, know when 
you have time to finish this and that. Yes, I agree. Um, I guess for me, the best thing that changed for me this semester was having a routine. Yeah. Because like last semester, again, <laughs> I had, I led a very different life. Um, for me, nothing was in routine because I would like skip classes when I wanted to. <laughs> Please don't do that. I mean, I guess you can try it on your first semester and see what happens to you. See the consequences of skipping class. Show up to your class. Please, I'm telling you. Um, I had no routine. And like that's one thing that I try to do um, the semester more. Yeah. I guess like looking forward to things in the week. And like when you know that you have first your first three days being really hard... Because most of the time, it's going to be your first three days that's so going to be really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I try to do something every end of the week that makes me really happy. Like, for this, I was really looking forward to this. Cause oh, like, me too. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, um, it doesn't only, like, give me the chance to let you guys hear our thoughts, but to also be with a friend and yeah. talk about these things. Yeah. And then on Fridays, I have my meetings with Filipino Student Association. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure you have meetings too on Friday. Oh, I do. Yes. Yeah. Most of the organi- organization meetings are on Friday. So, like, we, most of us don't have classes on Friday. Yeah. So, most of us don't have classes on Friday. I do. I do too. <laughs> I feel like it's us because we take a lot of credits. Yeah. But most of the time, we don't have classes on Friday anyway. Yeah. So, enjoy your Fridays. Try to schedule your Fridays like with organizations i mean i look forward to it do you yeah 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 so that's one thing i want to say is that it's gonna be hard try to do something on like the end of your week it doesn't have to be social you know do yeah. it for you to enjoy it what else do you do around campus when you're not academically affiliated uh i like to get food <laughs> what food <laughs> i mean i like everything asian like same i love what's asian. your favorite restaurant here Oh, I like, um, like, across the street of CVS, and when you go upstairs, I think it's a Chinese <gasps> restaurant. Or... It's, like, they have, like, spicy food. I oh, my God, yes, yes. Food. The one with dry pot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I, I love know, it. I don't know the name. I, I don't know the name either. Right? You guys know if there's no name, it's probably going to be really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Um. Mm-hmm. I love it is good. I love the dry pot there. Yeah. Um it's actually one of the first places my Filipino friend took me here. Really? Yeah. So on campus there's only like five Filipinos from the Philippines. Oh really? Yeah, the whole that's including grad students. Yeah. So we're very little, so we know each other. Yeah. So they reached out to me because I'm the only one from the Philippines this sem- like this school year. Oh yeah. Like- yeah. Like, so I'm yeah. the only one so they reached out to me and that place was the first place that we had dinner in yeah. and it was really good how did you find out about that place? my friend brought me there actually right? she's Korean and she brought me there we love it yeah. if you guys want good food go there good spicy food yeah because honestly like if you don't know it it's hard to you wouldn't yes. think about going up there Yes, it's, it's upstairs it's upstairs and it's in a building where you wouldn't think there would be anything, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's on top of the corner store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I it's, think so. It's think on top so. of the corner store. So it's on Marshall Street if anyone wants the dry pot place. We don't know the name, but it's good. <laughs> it's good. We it's promise. good. I promise. I mean, I guess, have you gone to the Asian Mart? Market? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have. Last semester, I went there with, like, the Syracuse Shuffle for international students. Oh, yes. No, not Shuffle. Shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, I bought so much ramen. 
but I love ramen. Yeah, so my mom's like, no, don't eat ramen. But I'm, <laughs> you can't see that I'm eating, so you don't know. It's the college life, college core. Yeah, eating ramen. Yeah, especially um when dining hall is closed too early. Yeah, right. Yes, <laughs> literally the other day, being and I came out of our grammar class. <laughs> came out of our grammar class because English is our second language, guys. We came out of our grammar class and then we went straight to the dining hall and they were locking it in front of us. Yeah, yeah. I I I thought they open until later, but they no. actually only open until eight. I mean, we're there for like eight oh five, so I guess it's fair. Yeah, but, but painful. <laughs> that was really painful. So. That's not only for international students; they lock it for domestic students as oh, well. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> but if you want Asian food, you can go to the hot pot place that has no name, yeah. and Asian Market Center for International Services usually like schedules shuttles going yeah. there for free. So if you want to go for international students, I feel like it's also open for domestic students as well. If you want to take, you know, the opportunity to yeah, go there. they don't really care. They don't really care. Just go. We're, it's very welcoming and um, dining hall food. Very interesting. It's really good, <laughs> I guess. Um, we are Syracuse University radio station. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, there's also the dining hall. Anyway, so moving forward. <laughs> What else? Is there anything else you want to say? Like, coming here to Syracuse, I guess. Anything related to Syracuse? Syracuse? You have, like, interesting stories about being international. Coming here. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, because the thing is, like, I think I have less of, like, the mindset of I'm international or, like, I'm Asian and all that. Yeah. I I don't think of my identity very strongly. Because, you know, because, like, in Sweden, like, I never thought about it because I was kind of the only one. People can just like, oh yeah, like you know, I'd never really thought about it because I was kind of the only one in my in my friend group, and uh, so I don't think about it super strongly. Yeah, to be honest. But no, actually, same. I thought that it would be like the difference for like students. Yeah, would be big, I guess. But then coming here, don't really think about it. You're all in the same no, boat. Yeah. yeah. But then I've had some experiences where I felt excluded. But that's just a me thing. (laughs) Where I felt excluded. But honestly, what I think about whenever I feel like that, maybe it's just in my mind that I'm feeling excluded. Yeah. Maybe it's how I put myself out there. I don't know. Um, It's not, you know, I'm not... I don't think about it too much. And I hope that other people don't think about our differences too much. I hope that people approach us with no bias as well, being international students or... Being off another race in general. So I feel like we yeah. can end it here. It's a fun conversation. Yeah, I know. I, I learned a lot from you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we, we haven't had talks like this yes, before. Yes, actually. Yeah, that's friends. <laughs> it's the first time yeah. we're talking like this, like particularly about. And personal. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so you guys learned about us. While we were learning about each other. <laughs> so to conclude, is there anything you want to say? Like, if the campus had a whole minute dedicated to you, what would you say? Do you have anything to say? <laughs> you should have told us before. Girl, I put it on the page. <laughs> I'm literally reading off of it right now. I can go. Okay. I guess as a student, as a freshman... <laughs> What would you, as an international student, want to say if the campus um, listened to you for a minute? I mean, I guess I'm saying this as a student alone, like, 
regardless if I'm being international, is that we're all on the same boat. I'm pretty sure our experiences isn't unique to us. No, it's definitely not. It's really not. I feel like, and that's what I wanted to show through this podcast, that we have experiences that we share in common. And that, um, to me, I guess this is also a call out to myself, is that knowing that you're in the same boat as everyone and knowing that sooner would not only like open to more friendships, but open to more realizations. And you learn more about yourself whenever you um, try to understand that people are going through the same thing. Yeah. It's easier to accept your differences within each other Yeah, with that. So that's what I would want to say, that don't think about your differences too much because at the end of the day, we're all going through the same thing. Right. So that's what I would say. Yeah. We're all yeah. in the same boat. We're all in the same college. So. Right. I just also feel like we're not that different. And yes. uh, also sometimes like when you go through maybe like negative emotions, you can feel like, oh, it's just you. And like, yes, the world is against me. Yes. But it's actually not. Everybody goes through similar emotions, you know. And um, yeah, no, that's what I wanted to say. So thank you for having time to talk about this with me. And um, I hope. It was interesting enough for you to strike a conversation with an international student. We have very different stories, but I feel like we all share the same experiences. Yeah. But Thank different you so perspectives. Much. Yes. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank for you. This podcast is brought to you by HELP and SSS's The Census Project. The Census Project encourages self exploration and community building through podcasting, music, and beat making. You can find out more about the Census Project at SyracuseCensus.com. Through nuanced discussion and dialogue across differences, the Census Project seeks to create a more inclusive community, one podcast at a time. This is Craig Tucker, and we thank you for listening.